Welcome to the Dragon Slayer Podcast, the podcast where we talk to business leaders about the amazing obstacles that they've overcome throughout their careers. On this week's episode, Travis Powell, the CEO and founder of Blue Phoenix Branding. Travis. Yes, yes. For you know our listeners who don't know you, mm -hmm. introduce yourself to us. Tell us who you are, what company you're at. <laughs> uh, my name is Travis. I'm with Blue Phoenix Branding. I've been in business yes. for four and a half years, Oof. and I sell branded merchandise to corporate clients across the country, but a lot more here in Idaho Falls area. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so four and a half years. Yes. Um, gosh, you're right in the midst of most startup businesses where they're, they, they're over kind of the, the startup blues. Right, 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 right. Yes. And things are starting to work a little bit. I want to hear about how did you get to this? How did you get to Blue Phoenix? Okay, Blue. Yeah. So class of 93. So this is taken <laughs> way back long before uh, Bailey probably. I think it's okay, right? Because like, part of Blue Phoenix, because I've right. worked with you for about a year now. Yes. Yeah, it's wonderful, it, isn't it? I, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so much of Blue Phoenix is you, right? Yes. You are injected in every last bit of swag that you put out. And you got the big personality that that really dominates the whole brand, which is one of the reasons I love working with you because it's fun Thank all you. the time. Thank right? you. Yes. Um, so how did you get to be? Of course. What you are. Yes. How, yes. how did this happen to you? Really? Straight out of high school. Worked at a print shop, actually a copy shop, back in the days where you would put paper on and it would swipe for each color, magenta, cyan, black, what, whatever. Was it like a Kinko's or something yeah, like that? Similar, except yeah. independently owned. Yeah. And two minutes later, you would get a copy. So so we would, <laughs> I started that because I didn't want to go to college or do what anything year, else. Were you 93? 93. The technology was just not there. And yet I'm like, oh my gosh, a copy came out and it's yeah. full color. Now full it's color. way too yellow, two whatever minutes. the case may be. We didn't care. We didn't care. We, we were just we excited. were recently just getting like dot matrix right printouts. Right, exactly. You, remember we had you had to tear off the. I think people look at head. you and say, "Don't say we," because Travis <laughs> is clearly older by decades. Uh, there's the hair difference. Uh, so this is a toupee. This is yeah, no. I know. I know. I, I'm, I'm just gonna swipe it off part way through. So. And, and I did that for a number of years, yeah. printing, and then I worked, about 12 years ago, I went to work for a friend who had started up his own print shop in Idaho Falls, and I became a salesperson, which in truth, I wasn't. It's one of the more shy people, I know, I know, shy, subdued people that uh, a person would ever meet. So mm -hmm. I don't know why in the world I was there. And I did that for a number of years, eight years. Did you want, did you, okay, as a child, were you like, Printing. That's no. where I want to yeah, be. Yeah, right. How, how did you end up? That's my just, first word was paper. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, how, how did you end up going into that? Was it just like an opportunity necessity. that fell in your lap? Okay, necessity. So necessity. Including when I went to this local print shop because the economy in 2008 tanked. Right. Mm -hmm. So the business I was currently doing went out of business. I went bankrupt in Southern Oregon. Mm -hmm. No one was hiring. Mm -hmm. And so I had this person reach out and say, hey, do you want to move back to Idaho and do this? Well, I didn't have much choice. The, the resumes I sent out were uh, politely ignored. <laughs> and so back to Idaho we went. And I did that for a number of years. Now, remember, I was a print guy for most of that time. Mm -hmm. And I was really good at selling print. Mm. Then I what's, had the, what's the pitch on print? Like, how do you get really good at selling a piece of paper with some, like, ink on it? Good looks. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, right, yeah. Uh, 
No, uh, in this particular case, we had all the capabilities anyone would possibly need. So mm -hmm. a local source that had the equipment for this job, for this job, for this job. And I'll give this owner credit. He invested heavily to make sure that we had everything we needed to sell. Mm. I will tell you, within that first year, I was just about finished. Mm. Um, I had worked my butt off. And was so excited, and then the sales numbers came out, came back after one month, and it was $16,000 all month long. I said, I can't do this. There's no possible way. I have all of the print business in Idaho Falls, <laughs> and it's $16,000, and my paycheck was probably $10. Um, so you're making a nickel an hour, and, and I was ready to be done. You were commission only? Is that how it No, worked? no, actually I had a, a base plus. So yeah. gratefully. So probably so what that, he was thinking is was like, hey, this pay. is this is not working very well. <laughs> uh, stuck that out. And maybe four years into it, I had a client who said, hey, and this was my top print client, mm. local hospital. He said, hey, I need some lip balm. I need some totes and I need a canopy for a cancer institute that we're opening up. And I was like, well, good for you. I'm a print sales guy. He yeah. said, just give me some numbers. I was like, ah. So I provided some uh, numbers for lip balm, tote, and canopy. Mm -hmm. And a canopy is just uh, a branded with the logo. Uh, yeah, it's like a tent thing. Right. I, I, I sell those each and every day now. Right. It's crazy how many yeah. of those I sell. Um, and, and he said, these are way too expensive. I was like, that's fine. Let me do your print collateral. It's <laughs> like, no, Travis, come back. So I did more research, and I hate doing research. I, I love knowing everything. Um, <laughs> and, you hate uh, the process of I hate everything. the process, yeah. yes. Um, so we finally got and, and other people were trying for this business. So why in the world this guy kept pushing me? Okay, so why? Because people do business with people mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And I'll, I'll probably say this later down the road, mm -hmm. but there are thousands upon thousands of people who do exactly what I do. Yeah. Uh, from the, the big behemoth in the industry, 4imprint.com, with mm -hmm. approximately $800 million in sales annually, to people who do it out of their basement, and they may sell $100,000 per year. But mm -hmm. we are a dime a dozen. It's pretty commoditized. It is mm -hmm. very yeah. much. That's it. I'm selling pens. I'm selling lip balm. Mm-hmm. And yet I sell a lot of it. Mm -hmm. uh, so it came down to the relationship. Mm -hmm. So I finally found the lip balm. I found the tote. And I found the canopy. And by the way, the canopy broke like the first windstorm that came along. So I did not sell a good <laughs> canopy. Uh, but two weeks later, so they're, they're like... The Cancer Institute logo yes, flying yes, away. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, whoo, big win. Uh, so... He said, hey, these were a hit, except for the canopy. <laughs> so let's go ahead and order double what we'd done before. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so fun. It's, it's really easy once you found the right lip balm yeah. to make a new order uh -huh. mm. for twice as much. And the same with totes. And suddenly, I went from being 0% promo and 100% print to where, over the course of the next few years, I was approximately 50-50. And then... Um, that kind of went south. Mm. Um, I was fired from that job. I think this particular person would disagree with that assessment of, of firing, but I suddenly found myself without a job. Hmm. And we decided I'm only good at this. Uh, there's <laughs> nothing else I can do except male modeling. And, um, <laughs> and based on your response, clearly that was not, not the right. No, give him the double cannonballs. You just show them up right there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so I started 
Blue Phoenix Branding. Within three days of being let go, I was in Cleveland, Ohio with a discovery day for Proforma. Mm -hmm. Proforma is number two print and promotional products in the country with approximately $600 million combined. But that's a number of us, a bunch of us franchisees. Mm -hmm. It felt good. Again, people do business with people. And right. I met the founder of that company, Greg Mazzillo, and I said, you know what? This feels like family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I shook his hand. We signed paperwork within two weeks, and Blue Phoenix Branding was born. Huh. But it about died at that point. What happened? Okay, so what happened here? You know, it's a pesky thing called non-competes. Um, <laughs> and I oh, had sure, because you came from the business. I came from the business. And you were starting a competitor, basically. hundred uh, percent. Yeah. And not recognizing when you've got someone with extremely deep pockets... Mm. And a willingness to utilize it, just mm. what a challenge lay ahead. Mm. Uh, I remember I'd taken my family to a, a movie, and on the way back, receiving an email from a lawyer, and I'm like, well, <laughs> here we go. So we more or less shut it down, and it basically said, um, and I want to be careful, I want to be fair to everybody, sure. but I also want to be fair to myself in mm. this assessment. It said, stop, you cannot do business. Mm. Now, as we learned a little bit later, as this got deeper and deeper, I could not do business within. 60 miles of any of his businesses, of mm -hmm. which there were many. So essentially mm -hmm. from Island Park, Idaho, all the way past Provo, Utah, the entire I-15 corridor, there was nothing. Mm -hmm. So we, I, I even had my sister who said, hey, I need some business cards. My sister lived in Georgia. It's like, I don't dare do anything mm -hmm. right now. So for about a month and a half, we just decided what we could do. No money coming in, finance with credit cards, and we decided we would start the business in Twin Falls, Idaho, which is about a two-and-a-half-hour drive from Idaho Falls. Mm. Did you have any clients from Twin Falls? It Did wouldn't you have matter. anybody in your book? It wouldn't. So uh, there may have been a couple, but it would not matter. Mm. The, the terms of that agreement said I could not do business with any. Mm. Mm. And as such, the first time I drove to Twin Falls, I looked down on that city, and I think there's only 45,000 people. And I wanted to throw up. What? I didn't know anybody. And again, I'm shy. Or I was. Yeah. I, I, Which is surprising. I have a hard time. Right? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I can't believe, even believe it. You. <laughs> well, I will say this. Yeah. You know, there's an interesting intersection here where your back's up against the wall mm -hmm. a little bit. Right? Finances are not in a good spot. Bad. Fine, you know, trying to get through the day on credit cards. It's not a fun situation for anyone. But something magic happens in that space, too. Mm -hmm. I worked at a company um, years ago during the same economic collapse yes. you were talking yeah. about. And um, we had an operating line of credit with a certain bank that I won't mention. <laughs> and um, for several million dollars. And, and a lot of it, we were a software company. And so a lot of how we were doing it was we were like, we're going to grow it. Mm -hmm. Um, but we're using this line of credit to grow it. And um, they pulled that line of credit from us. So we had no operating capital. We were basically running at a loss at that point in time. And, man, there were some tense, tense moments and some tense meetings. And I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. I remember sitting in my CEO's office with a couple of other people and... Um, we came to this decision um, where we all said we're not going to take a salary. Mm. And uh, the CEO basically, like in almost a tearful state, was like, you know what? Um, then I'm going to give you, instead of money, I'm going to give you equity in the company. And that's what I'm going to do for you for doing this. And we thought, we thought every day it was over. Yeah. Mm. Every single day we thought it was over. 
Um, I remember like getting up in the morning and like taking a shower and brushing my teeth and being like, I hope the door is open when I get there. Yeah. <laughs> I remember feeling just like that. And the for several heart months oh, yeah. during that time. My goodness. And, you know, uh, of course, I wasn't making any money at that time any, either. Six years later, that whole place turned around and we had a $1.6 billion valuation. And that ended up being like really, really good, but only because we stuck it out in that moment. Your story is exactly the same. And what happens to you in that moment is you make a decision. You make a decision to shrink or you make a decision to step up to the plate and hit a home run. And I'll let you tell the rest of the story. I already know the outcome, but, but continue I hope you story. think it's a home run. Um, <laughs> it's a work in progress. Uh, everything you're, that speaks to me so clearly. Now there would be nothing wrong with you to have backed out at that point and found something else. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong for me to say, this is impossible to start from scratch, which over the course of the next year, his lawyers continued to pursue me for a few other things. So tens of thousands of dollars of legal fees, just fighting that. I can't even tell you the level of emotional, uh, I don't want to overstate, but even devastation sure. at times thinking about these things. And it was a decision. And, and part of it was just that, you know what? I'm not going to lose my house. I'm not going to lose what I've worked so hard for. And at the end of the day, a non-compete says you can't take all the tools that we gave you, but they don't own me. And people do business with people. And as such, that's all I was bringing to the table, mm -hmm. the ability to create relationships. We had one critical moment where we were completely out of money, and I just happened to meet the right person hmm. who was able to creative, creatively finance with an SBA loan because he worked for a regional development. Without him, we're done. Hmm. But every time I needed a door opened, the door opened, but I had to actually move forward to be able to find those doors. It's not a passive act. Yeah. Uh, I had to move forward, and I was scared spitless, and I'd be ashamed that first day. All I did was drive around Twin Falls and look <laughs> at businesses and say, I'm going to go to this one next time <laughs> when, when I grow a set of cojones and, yeah. and actually can go in. And it was embarrassing to go home, and I didn't tell my wife that I didn't actually prospect. I just, I just planned because I was too scared. Yeah, We did that for a full year, and there are some really good things that came of it. Mm. Um, if I had been allowed to start in Idaho Falls, I would have picked up some tremendous clients that I already had, and I would have gotten comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. Instead, it forced me out, and it put us in some opportunities out of state, out of mm. town, with some incredible clients. We just actually closed a, a temporary company store for a, a really big client out of Southern uh, Middle Oregon mm. um, for 1,700 employees where they all got to choose their own branded swag. Mm -hmm. We just closed that. We'll be fulfilling it. Never would have picked them up if not for the fact that I had to go outside of my comfort zone. I went to a nonprofit conference, and I see these two gals with this insurance company. I'm like, I bet they would be good. And they were probably so sick of me because I said... <laughs> I mean, I'm sick I've, of you now. I, did, yeah. I, I, kept, I, I know, right? <laughs> You're like, let's cut this off. Uh, I would go to their booth. I had a booth, and they had a booth. And I, I would take swag over, and I'd say, I'm going to promotional product woo you today. <laughs> and that could come off a little, a little weird, but I kept at it. Our personalities aligned really well to where they've become a tremendous out-of-state client. None of that would, not, or would have happened if not for the fact that I had mm. to 
by law, um, because he's got really good lawyers, mm. I had to step outside of what would have been a very comfortable place for me. He, he kind of did you a favor, unknowingly, well, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. I have to think long-term, we'll look at it that way. Now, understanding the debt that we incurred credit card-wise, uh, the retirement eaten up by legal fees, that hurts. And it hurts to this day, but sure. we're four and a half years into it. Every year, that hurts a little bit less as yeah. we expand our footprint. Yeah. So what, what's the farthest state that you reach? Oh, uh, we've, we've done Florida for a hospital for employee appreciation. I would have to think far that's from probably, here as you can get. Most of our clients would be uh, Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, uh, very few in Utah, shockingly. Quite a lot in Oregon, but then we do have, we actually, we really like credit unions and mm. banks. Mm. I've decided it's like, let's be the best at what we do mm. for these type of businesses. And we've decided financial institutions are one we're really going to focus on. And we've got credit unions in mm -hmm. multiple states mm -hmm. um, and thoroughly enjoy credit unions. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. Happy to hear that. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So this is so fascinating because... All right, so you, you went through this difficult period. You get pushed out of your comfort zone, which maybe you can even look, and maybe it's too close still, but maybe you'll be able to look back and say, man, that was such a good thing for me mm -hmm. personally yep. to have to do that. Um, how did it change you at your core of like who you are? At East Idaho Credit Union, we're a full-service business lending center. We can help with all of your needs, from a small startup all the way to a large enterprise and everything in between. Our commercial loan officers will work with you to understand your business and to help get you to the next level. Come check us out at eastidahocu.org slash business. All right, so you, you went through this difficult period. You get pushed out of your comfort zone, which maybe you can even look, and maybe it's too close still, but maybe you'll be able to look back and say, man, that was such a good thing for me mm -hmm. personally yep. to have to do that. Um, how did it change you at your core of like who you are? I'm going to rewind just a yeah. little bit before I got fired. Um, cause that's where the evolution began. Things were bad at that job. I could tell I was going to be gone within a year regardless. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I could just see that at least what I thought it was, it wasn't anymore. And that's okay. Businesses change. They do. Yeah. Um, I, I may have been too constricted by golden handcuffs to actually make the move. I don't know. But I took my kids a few months previous to, uh, it was called Comic-Con at the time, or, or Fan X. And those who go to those things know they're for big geeks, big nerds. Please know I'll wear just about anything for any occasion. <laughs> and I had promised my kids, this was in Salt Lake City, uh, mid-September. I said, look... Let's, let's uh, meet these criteria, and we will all cosplay. Cosplay is, is dressing up as superheroes or characters. That so what did you guys dress up as? Uh, okay, so I've got my daughter Kyla here, uh -huh. and she was, um, oh my goodness, it, it's from The Flash. She has some icy powers, and I'm embarrassed to say I, I can't remember. What, what was it? What was it? It was uh, Killer Frost. Killer Frost. And Killer, she looked beautiful. Killer Frost. My youngest was Catwoman. My son Colton was Gambit from X-Men. Of course. And I was, and nobody except really big geeks knew what I was oh, okay. until the movie came out a year later. Okay. I was Shazam. Shazam, Shazam. is 14-year-old mm -hmm. Billy Batson, who when he says the word Shazam, right. he's infused with the powers of Greek gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, do, you, um, do you remember the, uh, the ripoff of Shazam that came out, like, I don't know, probably like 1994 with Shaq in it? Yes. What was that called? Kazam? I think it's Kazam. I think it was Kazam is what they called And that. no one's yeah. going to say anyone to Shaq because he's so big <laughs> and scary. 
But Shazam has a, he's got a red outfit with a cape and yeah. big lightning bolt. So everyone's like, oh, that's a cool Flash costume. Oh, mm. I'm like, okay, the Flash would not wear a cape. He cannot run as fast. So uh, there has since been a Shazam movie. So anyway. Is, has that been scientifically proven? Yes, though? yes, that is science. That's a real thing. Anything I state about superheroes, you, you can take it to the bank. It's been uh, quantified many times over. I mean, I believe over. there's some more drag for sure. Right, right. Yeah. Would it be noticeable with a guy like that, though? You know, if you're going like 20 light years versus night, I, I think at the end of the day, lives are lost when you <laughs> don't have your full cape. <laughs> I think the cape would be lost. The cape would be lost. Oh, no, it? it's got to be a special material or something. Yeah, right. right. But look, if, if he was going that fast, all of his clothes would come off. <laughs> right. Wouldn't it? Like they would just right. get torn um, from his body. And I tried that. <laughs> I. I <laughs> And I, actually, I want you to know, when you're wearing spandex, and that's all I had was a spandex outfit. Yeah, with, tell me more about that. shiny gold yeah. boots <laughs> and a, a gold sash and a cape. Spandex in September, mid-September weather when it's mm. 40 degrees, mm. you might as well be naked. Brisk. Because huh? it is yeah. so incredibly brisk. So we <laughs> left the hotel that morning. We went and parked at City Creek Mall, which is a few blocks from there. Okay. And it was, it was so cold. And again, there's no protection afforded at all. I it can only imagine. people's eyes. Uh, I, that, see, that's the thing that I was concerned about. <laughs> right. No, yeah. no it, it duly yeah. noted, it's true. Yeah. Um, Did, has anybody been asked, to, like, were you at any point approached by security at Comic-Con <laughs> and said, you, I'm sorry, sir, you can't look <laughs> like this here? Well, shockingly, there is even more uh, out there beyond. Uh, I've never been to one before. Right, right. Yeah, yeah there, there's, a, there's a high level of uh, tight apparel. Mm. Oh, heavens. And sometimes mm. semi-non-existent apparel <laughs> at Comic-Con. If that brings more people to Comic-Con, I don't know. They did have to change the name due to a lawsuit. So it is Fanex. It's no longer oh. Comic-Con. Okay. Um, okay. Yes. So the uh, real Comic-Con's in like San Diego. San Diego. Yep, okay. never been there. Okay. But we're walking through City Creek Mall. Yeah. And people are just looking. Sure. Seems fair. Yeah. Right, right. You've got this balding middle-aged man. I did not have the physique I have today. And I think which we, is impressive. I thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, I, people were probably looking at me. And I think some people looked at me and thought, what an idiot. <laughs> what kind of a man walks around in tights? In the middle of a mall. Now, the kids, that's cute. But the man, what a pathetic <laughs> excuse for a man. Mm. You they don't do you feel like maybe you're projecting on what people... No, I think I'm right. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm right. Because, because I don't want to be projecting on this next part. Okay, okay, okay. I think there are some people, and in truth, they don't matter either, who thought, what an amazing dad. Mm. Mm. Look at what he's willing to do for his kids. Now, my daughter's here. I don't want her to yell out, yeah, you got your issues, Yeah, uh, what's uh, your take on that? Is there... Oh, yeah. Uh, well, FanX was definitely interesting because that was definitely the first time that yeah. I think we'd really gone out and done something even like that. And I did not look like Killer Frost. Let's start <laughs> with did. that. She did. looked I amazing. <laughs> but it's debatable. an obscure character, so. Yeah, but I had like a $5 wig on. Right. And but was I not the most amazing dad ever? Oh, that, yeah, that for moment. sure. At that moment. That's Other times are questionable, cool. that didn't but you feel know. super genuine the way she I said know. that. Well, but, well yeah. understand that my eldest daughter is an employee at Blue Phoenix Branding, oh, and she has to see. How old that. were you at the time? Oh, I think I was. Probably about five years ago. So probably like freshman year, okay. I think. Yep, right. So probably embarrassing for you as well. <laughs> yeah, um, very much so. But, but at the end of the day, in truth, none of them matter. Sure. 
what mattered was I was fulfilling one of my most important duties. Mm. Mm. And I use that because within a month I, I was out of a job. Mm-hmm. And I look at that as a springboard uh, to say, you know what? Just be you. Mm-hmm. Mm. I had an assistant years before uh, when I was at this former place of business. And, and we don't have a relationship anymore, but she taught me so much about being authentically you, even if that's weird and crazy. She had closed the deal uh, for a client on some luggage tags. And she walked to the CEO's office while I was there, and I see this little arm, like, this dance. It's like, that is so weird. Mm -hmm. But it started to unlock the weirdness in me to where I began to embrace that and recognize that, you know what? If a client doesn't resonate with that, that's okay. Yeah. Because I don't need to own any particular market. There's so much business out there. All we have to do is own those people who are ideally suited for us. Mm. And so unlocking that first with that example, and then walking around in the frigid air in spandex, it started to unlock something towards like, hey, Travis, (laughs) there is a level of zaniness to you. Okay. And we're going to lean into that. Okay. Mm. And if somebody doesn't like that, that's okay. It is okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, it has worked extremely well. Um, now, I, I will grant you, I've, I've uh, since kind of sheared my hair off because I learned, probably from our previous president, that you're not fooling anyone by trying to, <laughs> trying to pretend you have hair that well, you it's don't. it's the flash thing, right? It's the drag. It, uh, yes, it just reduce reduced drag. Shot right off. Yeah, shot right I understand. Off. So, yeah. um, but then that year really helped me refine those traits of confidence. And I also look back, you know, Shortly thereafter, 2020 happened, and my industry shot down 40%. Mm. Wow. With no events, no one was ordering lip balm for their trade show. They weren't ordering trade show displays. The industry tanked. That four imprint that I talked about that's around $700 million per year, they were down, I think, 35 to 40%. Mm. Wow. We actually were down maybe a, a half a percent. Oh, Wow. But when you want to be growing 20, 30, 40, 50%, yeah, then, sure. then it, it feels like that. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, we, we've experienced tremendous growth from that first year. And I just look back at that. And anytime a challenge comes up like 2020, it's like, mm. hey, you've done this before. Yeah. Mm. You can do it again. Yeah. You know, I, I think a lot of people who lived through like the 08 recession, yep. which was really painful it was. for a lot of us. Um, looking into the eyes of like COVID and, and what that was going to do to the economy. I think those who kind of lived through it were like, hmm, I, we've seen this kind of thing yes. before. We can kind of work through this. And then even now where we're sort of looking into the face of maybe yet another recession, I'm not that freaked out by it. I'm not. No, I'm not either. Yeah. One of the things I learned actually at the same company that I told you about before where we had our line of credit pulled and we were kind of in trouble was um, through that whole recession, we actually grew Mm. that whole time. And I realized that not everybody has this luxury, but but you you actually get to make a choice to participate in that stuff or not. Um, it's really easy to just like throw your hands up and be like, well, it's a recession. Well, yeah, that's why we're down 20%. You know, there's nothing that could be done about that. We just made a decision. And part of it was like, we don't, we're not making any money. I can't go forever without drawing a salary. We got to figure this thing out. Absolutely. Right. You're going to make it work. You're going to make it work. So you actually get to choose to participate in that stuff or not. Uh, now, you hit on this thing about authenticity that I absolutely love. 
which is one of the reasons I like doing business with you is because I, I feel like you are who you are and you see what you get and get what you see. And I, I like that a lot. Um, and I also really appreciate the thought that you're right for some people, and you're, but you're not right for everybody. And that's okay. Yep. Um, I've always said to my staff for years, like you, you can't be everything to everyone. Nope. Mm-hmm. And if you try, you'll be nothing to everyone, right? And so you really have to choose a lane and get really, really good at that lane. The, I'll share this story with you. And everybody on my staff has heard this story, I think, before, but <laughs> you probably haven't. <laughs> okay, so I'll, share, I'll share it with you. Um, so I'm a kid, right? I'm probably six or seven years old, something like that. And uh, my family, we had just gotten done with a rodeo. We were going to a steakhouse after, right? I grew up in Texas. This is a normal yes, thing, yes, right? Indeed. <laughs> yep. Regular day. It's just a day, right? <laughs> no big deal. We rode our horses. We had rattlesnake. It was great. So I'm just, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm just kidding. So anyway, we're, we're at this steakhouse. And the way that this steakhouse is built, and anybody from like the Dallas-Fort Worth area knows the place I'm talking. I can't actually remember it. What the place is called, but they know what they're talking about. But you know what I'm talking about. Um, The middle of the restaurant is one of those big, huge steel slides that you see sometimes, and it's like two stories tall, right? And um, then the tables and everything are on the outside. So the idea is, kids can go play, parents can enjoy their meal, right? So anyway, I'm playing on the slide and having a good old time. And there's this little girl that goes down the slide before me. I go down after. And she doesn't move when she gets to the bottom. She just stays sitting there. And so I run right into her. The kid's fine. I'm fine. Everybody's fine. The little girl's mother is not so fine, (laughs) who happens to be at the bottom of this table, right? And so um, this woman screams and yells at me um, for hitting her child and... Which, this also sounds very harsh. In Texas, you're allowed to yell at other people's kids. Like, it's a pretty normal <laughs> That thing. actually seems about right. That's pretty normal. <laughs> uh, so this wasn't like the first time this sort of thing had happened to me. But I was upset because it felt unjustified to me. I had been wronged. So I go over to the table where my parents are, and I'm crying, right? And I'm upset. And my old man, uh, my old man goes, well, what happened? So I explain to him what happened, right? Tell him the whole story. And he goes, which woman yelled at you? <laughs> and so I'm like, that one. <laughs> right? So I point over to yeah. her. And, and uh, so anyway, my old man, he gets up and he walks over to that woman. I stay at the table. So I don't know what he says, but there's a lot of like this kind of stuff going on, right? And then he comes back to the table and he's like, all right, it's fine. Go play. Go back and play. I'm still upset. I don't I'm- want to, right? And so I don't. My old man's like, why aren't you going back and playing right now? And I told him, I'm still upset. I don't want to. And this is like forever burned in my consciousness, in my memory. He put his arm around me and he goes, son, F him. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, you can't worry about what other people think about you. Right. Because sometimes they're wrong. So go on and go play. So I have this thing in my head it kind of links back to something my grandpa used to say. He used to say that you never approach a bull from the front, a horse from behind, or a fool from any direction, right? I it's love it. Same, same, I love it. Yes. Same kind of deal, right? And so 
um, I learned from a very, very young age that you got to be who you are. You got to be authentic. And some people just aren't going to care for it. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Yep. Right. There's just nothing wrong with that. 100%. Yeah. I, I love the story, though. I love the moment of realization where you're walking in spandex. In the cold. <laughs> They'll send you a picture. You might not love the picture quite as much as the... Uh... Oh, my goodness. Again, I, I've worked hard on this since. I mean, it's a work of art. I'm just, not even sure I could fit just, in spandex now. It would probably just tear right through. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just chiseled out of marble there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes. <laughs> my goodness. Okay, so... If I'm following the story, yes. we, we go to Twin Falls, we do some planning, and then you go back and you start getting some business, right? Yes. So tell me about how that happened, yeah, that, so, that transformation. So we had that year, yeah. and I will tell you, I was counting down the minutes. Mm. <laughs> now, in the meantime, some of the clients over the course of a year changed. Uh, for instance, uh, there, there was a change at your place of business mm-hmm. to one that I, I felt probably wasn't as good a fit. Mm. Um, but there were a number of clients waiting. There was a local tribal casino. Yeah. It's like, we want minute one. We've been holding our budget for you for a rebrand because they were combining the casino with the hotel. Oh. Brand new. So my favorite words are rebrand. <laughs> um, you just see dollar signs. When yeah, you call it, <laughs> yeah. Uh, rebrand, reorder. And that's the beautiful thing about what I do. As I said earlier, once we found the perfect pan, lip balm, drinkware, it's just easy when they yeah. say, we need a billion more. Right. It's like, okay, billion it is. You got it. Um, yeah. Yes, whatever. In truth, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's a billion, that's a good sell. Sure. Um, <laughs> and, and then the one we don't like is redo. So not all of the are, but we have very few redos. Anyway, morning one, I sit down with, I think, eight people from the entire marketing team with, uh, I'll say it, Shoshone Bannock Casino yeah. Hotel. They're fantastic Yeah, people. we know those guys. We uh, love those guys. Right. I'm yeah. wearing their socks right now because awesome. we did some socks. If I was more limber, I would hold my <laughs> leg up. But there's some really cool branded socks. We'll just flash the logo up we'll on just, the Yes, yes. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> and I've got to be honest, as, as I pulled into their parking lot that first morning, I just started crying because mm. it had been such... A hard year. Mm. And I had to be careful about talking. Look, my clients are my best friends. Yeah. I don't have many friends outside of business. That doesn't I need shock to work me. on that. Yeah. I know right, that I don't have <laughs> oh many. <my> gosh. <laughs> but you you're right. You yeah. can't tee them up like that. Right, though, I know. Really. I know. You but can't do that. I, self-deprecation has been my sense of humor <laughs> for a long time. And so I'm, I'm good with some of that. Okay. Um, and what an emotional moment to sit down with my good friends that in truth... I couldn't even go visit because I went to a business after hours in Blackfoot, made the mistake of dropping my uh, business card in for a drawing, and I won something, which they posted, and that cost oh, me probably no. $400 just, just for my lawyer calling me. It's like, I wasn't doing business. I was just seeing a friend. I was just there. I was just there, and I won a vase. Oh, that, that vase cost that me hundreds of dollars. That won't hold up in court. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, the, the person who has the most money, <laughs> and since I had negative amounts. Um, so you, you just kind of deal with it. Yeah. So emotional. Then we helped with that rebrand. My entire team, as, as they did their rebrand, we did um, hundreds of shirts, hundreds of bags, all sorts of things as they launched Shoshone Bannock Casino Hotel. That's a tremendous first order. Yeah. Um, 
And that felt good. And then being able to go pick and choose those clients that I thought would be a good fit for us based on personality, based on their needs. Again, if I can't feel your needs well, it doesn't matter how big your budget is. I don't want you. Mm. Mm. If there's someone who, uh, you know, I've got a hospital in Boise and uh, there's three people that order swag there. And uh, they're all wonderful people, but one of them, I just can't figure out. Mm. As we communicate, and I think, this is what you want, we're, we're crossing. So there's nothing wrong with her. I don't think there's anything wrong with me, but she's a poor client as a result. Because I, yeah. I don't understand what she needs. Sink. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I don't think I can get there. Whereas mm. the other two, I was like, you're going to like this. You don't even need to look. And, and boom. Yeah. And so that, that's been the philosophy. So we went the first year from $187,000, mm-hmm. which is operating in the negative with mm-hmm. all the expenses. The next year, we crossed a million dollars. That's gross revenue? Gross revenue. Yep. Yeah, I made like $10 yeah. uh, profit on that. Um, <laughs> the next year was 2020. Yep. And I'm like, I hate to hit a million dollars because at Proforma, you get a million dollar jacket. They cancel our uh, million-dollar retreat because of COVID. Mm. It's like, I do not want to fall below. So with three days left, I had a client call and say, look, we need to spend $7,000. We'll figure out what later. I billed them for $7,000, and we hit that million dollars, and I started crying again. <laughs> um, and then, thank heavens, 2020 ended. <laughs> and uh, well, we went up significantly in 2021, and we think we'll do that in 2022. Yeah. And it's not, it's, it's far more difficult now with supply chain issues. Yeah. Uh, all of our suppliers are struggling to keep employees in stock. As the economy has rebounded and people are ordering swag, uh, they're seeing record numbers and not able to keep up with it. So I will say I'm, I'm letting customers down far more now than I ever have before. It, it cuts at me. Um, have you quantified the effect of some of the supply chain issues that we're going through? Like, how, how has that hurt your business ultimately? You know, I would say, look, we always Or is it find, easier I, to just I, I, like that? I, it's, it's easier. <laughs> um, you know, I, I spent a full day last year trying to track down a shipment that had gone to the wrong place. Yeah. Um, and as such, half of the shirts did not make it to the local Chuckers game. And I knew they were within 30 miles. <laughs> so we look at the opportunity costs. As Which I direction I know, those 30 and miles? I, it's hard to say. There, if there was a swear jar, it would have been filled <laughs> oh to capacity. It, it would flow <laughs> over. And... Um, so there's the opportunity cost as we work twice as hard as we submit a purchase order for something and then research and find out a week later that we actually can't get it in time and have to spend that time. So it's, it's truly opportunity cost mm. because we are having to babysit far more than we ever had to do. Yeah. We have to work far harder for the money. Now, a million dollars doesn't mean as much in sales and swag anymore because everything's 10 to 15% more expensive. So um, it's... It's a challenge, but it's a challenge for everybody equally across the board. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So tell me about, um, tell me about like your employee, uh, like headcount and how you yeah. organize the organization, and and how did that grow over the last four and a half years and change over the last four and a half? Sure, years? there's there's definitely no organization at all to speak of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a shoot from the in, in truth, I am. I I go with what feels good and yep. stuff. But when we started, it was. Uh, my wife would do some bookkeeping, mm-hmm. and, and then me as the primary salesperson. My father-in-law in Oregon, we went there for a week. I said, hey, I can't do business in Idaho Falls. Maybe you could introduce me to some people. Yeah. And within a week, he's like, okay, I'm in. I was like, what? <laughs> so, so he does some sales in Southern Oregon okay. part-time. Yeah. 
Uh, I have a full-time graphic designer. Mm-hmm. I've got, you would have met Kyla yeah. over there. Over there my, yes. She moved out of the house, and I hated it so badly I had to hire her so that I could see her. <laughs> but she's been a tremendous asset. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, what, and what does she do for you? I don't know. She just keeps you alive. <laughs> so, so I talked about that company store that we developed yeah. for that uh, really major corporation out of Oregon. She actually built that company store. Mm. It sent out 1,700 unique redemption codes to all the employees for a two-week period. And now she's uh, you know, kind of counting, and we'll compile that. And in the next month, we'll be shipping out to individual employees Hundreds upon hundreds of shipments. She puts in a lot of our orders. Kind She's of doing a lot of fulfillment stuff. hundred uh, percent, yeah. absolutely, yeah. and helping keep me sane. Velvet. Which good. Teenagers don't normally do that for their. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting dynamic shift there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and and that's that's it. That's the company. That's it. I I, I feel See, like I'm lean based on our sales. I, you know what? I I think that's such an important lesson to any entrepreneur. You got to get scrappy, yeah. right? Like you're not you're not going to have like the fancy building, you're not going to have this huge staff, you're not going to have all these assistants and stuff like that right off the bat. Like it takes years to build into something like that. Yep. So I think that's a great lesson, actually. Don't be afraid to be scrappy on this sort of right. stuff. Right, and, and understand you have to be, Yeah. and that it's, it's going to be so hard. Yeah. And it's it still is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I think one of the things that I've seen so frequently with, particularly with like a young entrepreneur, somebody who's never done it before, is... I think they think it's going to be easy, you know, like they have this great idea and they think I can just put the idea out into the universe and the universe will bless me for my genius reward that. And, and maybe, right. Right. (laughs) But mostly it's, it's like, Hey, we're operating out of our garage. Um, I'm working, you know, a hundred and, 80 hours a week, I expect, you know, my family to chip in a few hours yes, there, right? Yes. How many times have my younger children <laughs> stuffed envelopes, right. uh, created kits for, I mean, it's, it's an all hands on deck and I don't pay them squat. Right. <laughs> they're, they're working for food and board at the, no. Build we, character. I, I'm, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, they should have a lot by now. Well, yeah. Isaro Credit Union offers business accounts that will fit your needs. We have dividend earning checking accounts and high yield savings accounts, like our brand new Velocity Money Market that earns up to 2%. Check us out at isarocu.org slash business. On stage on my 48th birthday. Are you, uh, are you worried about your hips, your knees, ankles? Well, so I've ruptured both Achilles tendons. Really? So it's tendons that I worry Tendons. about. 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, your bones are going to be like chalk in no time, right? I probably. Probably. <laughs> in fact, my left eye today, it was blurry for about an hour this morning. It's like, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. I'm going to be on a podcast. Yeah. Like <laughs> this the whole time. People will think you're drunk if you're like right, this. Right, right. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So, Travis, we've gotten to hear your story. Yes. Now I want your advice. Okay. Oh, Believe it or not, in 47 years, no one's ever asked me for my <laughs> advice. <laughs> There's, you know, in our listenership, you've got a lot of small business owners, yes. a lot of entrepreneurs. Those are the people who who tune into this sort of thing. If you were going to give, like, your two, three bits of advice to the entrepreneur, to the small business owner, what are those things? What okay. would you tell them? So I don't have many sayings that I refer to probably because I can't I don't have the capacity to remember very many <laughs> um, 
but let me let me start with one. My umbrella salesperson. And how many people can say they have an umbrella sales? I don't know what that means. Explain what that like. Well, they so sell if, you if umbrellas. You, okay, so we're in the branding business. So if you want like <laughs> 250 umbrellas with your logo on it, okay. My friend Charity with Peerless. Okay. Um, okay. So right. So that makes more sense. It, I thought you were talking about like. Somebody who like comes to your house, right? Black market. It's like yeah. you're, you're like <laughs> umbrella concierge. Right. Like this is a very nice model. So uh, yes. This much. They they open up their jacket. And their <laughs> umbrella. No. So you're like so on Canal Jared. Street. Hey, buddy, you want one of these guys right here? <laughs> but she's a branding expert. Okay. Charity with Peerless, uh, yeah. one of my top five favorite five favorite supplier reps, mm. and and a fantastic friend. There's a saying she likes. She didn't make it up. It'll be like Michael Scott when he says you 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 miss, I, you miss every shot, hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, or, Michael, Michael Scott. Scott, right? So he did not coin this, but it's not your client's job to remember you; it's your job to be memorable. Mm. Now, Travis here could lean into the spandex and be the spandex and, guy, and that, has. but yeah. that, and that's memorable. <laughs> but does that inspire people to do business? Mm. No. Mm-mm. I think I'm I think I'm memorable because of energy. Mm-hmm. And make no mistake, I go home and I'm just like on the couch, like, oh, I'm done. Because I spend so much during right. the day. I get up at four and hit the gym and other things like that. So we have to avoid gimmickry as we try to be mm-hmm. memorable to our yeah. clients. So we're going to dig deep and find that authentic piece of us and really let that shine. And in that moment, we're authentic. I love it. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second... Back when Kyla was not afraid of being cool, uh, she, oh my goodness. she, one of my favorite sayings, you see your face, right? <laughs> so you'll know here in a minute. So I, I think I was down for a day. I love Rocky Balboa, the, the different thousand Rocky movies and stuff like that. Varying okay, degrees which, which of quality. Which one's the best one? Which is you the know best what? Rocky. The, the most, so I loved Rocky Four. I know it's considered not very good, yeah, but the whole the... Ivan Drago, the tech, I loved the montage of Rocky brutally working out yeah. in the winter. And, then and Ivan Drago like and... in like top, you know, technology. Fancy pants. Fancy right. pants. And, and I would say yeah. that's actually how I work out is the fancy. The fancy but I really, guy. I'm, You're I'm, not out like hitting like sides of beef. Right. Like, Correct. In Correct. The, cooler. <laughs> but the yeah. price of beef right now makes that <laughs> prohibitive. Um, <laughs> and chicken too, or I'd be bashing <laughs> chicken breast. Um, but in, in, I think it's, oh, it's one of the Rockies. He's talking to his son and Kyla quoted this on oh, a day I, I was down it. in her Rocky voice, but she oh. won't do it anymore. So I'm going to, hey, can we hear I, the, can I, you do the quote? I don't think I can in the, in the Rocky voice. Oh, I don't think I can she recreate won't. that. Can but, we, can we, could you try? My throat swollen allergies. <laughs> I, I I'm prepared to do so. Okay, how about this? How about this? What if <laughs> what if we all take a shot at doing the quote in the Rocky voice? Yeah. We'll just okay. go around the horn. Okay. Okay. Are you I'll, gonna start? I'll judge of who's the best. Okay. I, I won't participate, but it, I'll be the judge. Will, no, you got to judge. It will be Bailey. Bailey will. <laughs> no, no, no. Shockingly, <laughs> no, she's no, the no. best Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> There's no chance. <laughs> come, come on. Okay, so what's the quote? This. What is it? Oh, I might have to look it up. It's been a hot second since... Do you remember what it is? Uh, yes. Okay, do the quote. <laughs> um, uh, the first it. part. You know... <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but she was so good, she sounded just like Rocky. <laughs> doesn't matter how hard you hit. Matters how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how women's done. <laughs> That's... Bravo. We're we're gonna look. 
<laughs> we're going to get hit. We're going to get hit so many times. A yeah. new business owner, I mean, plan on getting hit so many times and you're going to get hit in so many ways you did not expect. The key to success here is to just keep moving forward mm -hmm. through all. Uh, dur during the pandemic, my industry survived because they pivoted to masks and PPE. We were a huge yeah. driver of that. Yeah. So that's a hit. They don't order swag. I actually didn't have to because I've got a lot of clients that, that continue to do swag. Yeah. But the industry as a whole, hundreds of million dollars of, of branded, non-branded masks because they got hit and they said, we're going to keep on fighting. Was I pretty close on that quote, Kyla? I think so. Yeah, but That's she sat, she was so it. cute. I don't even know how long ago that was. Okay, yeah, what's the first, I want to hear you try this. Uh, well, I don't what's, even what's know what all you said. It was just so inspiring. I, I know. Nobody, <laughs> I was like, wow, this is okay. impactful. You the should first, always speak there, like there's that. There's a, <laughs> I, uh, sales would increase 95%. Basically, uh, it doesn't matter how hard you get hit. There you go. Try that. <laughs> don't drink gotta, water ahead of this. <laughs> got to focus on my. Okay, get the biceps going. <laughs> I can't even do it without laughing. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> you got this. All right, I'm gonna take a try. Well, I've never even tried a Sylvester. But Stallone he looks before. more like Sylvester Stallone. I don't like than that both at all. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care. I mean, in a good way. You have hair. You have hair. <laughs> That's. I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> Doesn't matter how <laughs> he would come and kick your butt if he heard you doing that. Hey, I don't sound like that. I don't sound like that. <laughs> Can you do Schwarzenegger? No, I don't really do many impressions. Mm. I, I can't do it. This feels was, like your weakness. Yeah, we found yeah. My, the soft underbelly of my. Mm. I could do. I, I I do Yoda. It's been a long time, Ooh. and in part. Fear, fear is the path to the dark side. <laughs> fear leads to anger. <laughs> Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. That's so good. And I would say that's probably the best that advice that I've given today. <laughs> um, hate, hate does lead to suffering. Um, I think that's true, actually. Right. Yeah, I mean, for all the laughter we've had here, yeah. but like, I, there's a lot of truth to that statement. Yeah. It, yeah. Have you ever met anybody who's like genuinely happy that hates everything or I hates know. anything? No, really. No, no. I, don't, I don't think it's possible. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say, you know, I, I threw that out there because Yoda impersonations are a huge talent of mine and <laughs> probably my only one. <laughs> and so I was hoping for an opportunity. <laughs> hey, there but, you go. But You're welcome. Look, hate, hate is something I have to fight. Mm -hmm. I had to make a decision when, in truth, it felt like someone was trying to bury me. Mm. And make no mistake, this person was. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, I could expend all of my energy in kicking back fighting back, trying to destroy, or I could just go sell. And I can't, I at least personally can't do both. I think some people yeah. can. Yeah. I'm incredibly high anxiety and I had to make a choice. Like, you know what? This non-compete is bull crap. Mm. I'm going to go at it guns blazing. Actually, we don't use that anymore. So I apologize. I'm just going to go into that and I'm going to win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or I could say, you're not good at this fight, Travis. Mm. Mm. My personality, my mindset does not allow that. So I'm going to drive to Twin Falls once per week. I'm going to donate plasma before I go so I have enough for a little treat. <laughs> 
before I get there. And one time I was in too big a hurry and I donated plasma a little too fast and, and oh, woke no. up in a pool of sweat. Oh my oh, goodness. No. I was like, I gotta get to Twin in three hours. So I'm yeah. just pumping and pumping. I was like, uh, and, and, and there I was. But I was doing that so that I could have a little bit of fun money as I went to mm-hmm. Twin Falls. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because I chose to sell, I've built some amazing relationships, even if this doesn't work. Well, you know what? Yeah, that's so poignant because you do have the choice to put your energy towards something positive yep. or something not positive mm-hmm. if you want. And so often we fall into the trap of putting it into being mad about something or, mm-hmm. or fighting with something yep. and when it, it's not ultimately productive or positive for us to do. It doesn't actually help us. So much energy to, to being right. Yeah. Look, yeah. it drove you crazy yeah. that somebody thought unjustly of you, that mm-hmm. you had done something that you didn't actually do, and it drove you crazy. Sure. You. And your dad just told you, F, F it, right? F it, yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I quoted it verbatim, but I think I'm pretty close. I, I think the sentiment is right, there. Right, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We only have a finite amount of energy, mm-hmm. and we just have to direct it in mm-hmm. the proper direction. Mm-hmm. That's really no, good advice. Good. I feel like anytime you start having any sort of success, people see that, and some people hate that. And so that's really good. Yeah. Really good. Uh, anybody ever been wronged in the room or felt like you've been wronged? We've got one hand. Mm-hmm. There's hands, a lot of hands flying hands. up. Just, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And, and the, my only point is, man, that's such great advice for everybody. Mm-hmm. For everybody. Yeah. Okay, what else you got? This is good stuff. Mm-hmm. What other impressions you got? Well, <laughs> you know, if, if you can do Yoda, you can do Miss Piggy because they're almost... Okay, <laughs> but you also do a really good Darth Vader. Darth Vader? No, it is not a good Darth Vader. It is, Let's hear it. It's Let's pretty it. good. I want to hear it. Yeah. Luke. I can't. I can't. <laughs> me up for failure. Okay. By the way, I just watched the <laughs> final episode of the Obi-Wan. I, w- um, I just watched it, and so I'm like, oh, oh I'm infused oh, with hey, the dark easy, side energy. Easy with the spoilers. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah no, Darth Vader exploded. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, figured, I figured he had to die in that. Right? No, no, I did not spoil it. I will anything. say you're, the no. breathing in the lead-up was right. really good. Yeah, um, it, well, and that, I'm asthmatic. That's, that's like... So. That's like 75% of the Darth Vader. Of mm-hmm. course. Right? Of course. Just can you get the breathing right? Well, and what I'm really good at is impersonating his lightsaber style and Ooh. his choking style. That doesn't translate very well mm. to not an audio. No. Right. I, I, yeah. I fail to see where that gets big ratings if I force <laughs> choke you. But I can't. It'll force can. people to tune in to, you know, the, I, this part. Not just watch audio. Watch the podcast announcer <laughs> lifted from his seat as Travis Powell utilizes his dark force powers. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my oh, goodness. But also uh, Bane. Bane? Bane. Oh, Bane. I know. I know. But people aren't here just for that. Okay, that's a good point. I'm other things, too. No, you're not. Do no, Bane for us. Yeah. For that. This is really good. <laughs> you have to understand, most of these I haven't done forever. That's as fine. Such. Okay, this fine. is the last really. one. Okay. I, I, I feel like it is appropriate. If, if he's going to do it, we have to okay, do it. I think fair. that's fair. So okay, that everybody feels, think okay. of okay. that. fair. When Gotham is ash, you have my permission to die. <laughs> Again, it's been a long time. That's um, very good. I'm a, I, I love Batman so much. And the only reason I didn't cosplay as Batman yeah. is because his face is covered. Right. You don't want to cover this up. No, no, that's, that's, <laughs> that's your moneymaker. You got to hold on to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's, uh, Bailey, have you thought of any impersonation? I was just thinking about this, and I feel like there's one I'm good at, and I cannot land on what it is. <laughs> yeah. 
It's choosing from the multitude of talents. I don't feel like I have any impressions really. This what, is what definitely are your weakness. I, what, what are, have I ever done any impressions? No. Couldn't you see John Wayne? Mm. Well, Pilgr- no. I don't do a John. I don't do any impressions. You know why? It's because my own persona is so likable. Oh my goodness! So <laughs> interesting. I, Why are you shaking your heads back there? Just give us some classic Texas. You're, you're oh okay ah, okay okay. okay so there's a couple that actually the staff likes that I do from time to time. <laughs> okay, which <you're> just, <laughs> the staff likes. It. <laughs> oh yeah, so much. <laughs> just like like cowboy sayings yes, and yes. stuff like that, right? So. Like one that uh, I taught Andrea the other day is, hey, get on a rank one and twist it, old son, right? <laughs> Just stuff like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That alone is worth tuning into. <laughs> so. but, but can you explain that to us? Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, get, uh, did that make sense to you? I couldn't understand a word you said. <laughs> Again, you're a client, so I'm like, that's dang good. Yeah, I <laughs> love that. Yeah, I don't. I've got to not trust you anymore. That's true. Um, okay, so I get on a rank one and twist it. Okay, that's the first part of that, okay. that sentence. Okay, so th- what do you think? What do you think that means? What am oh. I talking about? I was. I seem so smart leading up to this moment, <laughs> and it's all get on a rank one, maybe a stinky horse. Rank is kind of close, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't understand the twisting, and understand, you know, I come from cowboy stock, but the, do you? Oh my goodness, yes. My my grandpa but played Idaho Hendrix. cowboy. Idaho cowboy. That's different. I, his belt buckle was at least as big it's as any is Texas it's Idaho different. Horseman's <laughs> Hall of Fame. Oh, he won his first saddle when he was like eighty years old. Okay. So maybe you're like, <laughs> what was he doing the other 79? Yeah. I mean, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, look, look, it's just, it's different. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm going to give you a little background because this is important that you it, understand. Indeed. This. Okay. Sure. Yes. So you have different cowboy and traditions from different regions of the country. Okay. I love they're oh. They're all sitting back like, oh no. Going to fall asleep. Kyla hasn't heard of those. Okay. So, so here's what you got. Yeah. You got the Vaquero style, which is largely West Coast. So you've got like California, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oregon. Washington, Idaho falls into this Vaquero style. Idaho Falls falls mm-hmm. into the California one? Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem right. No, Weird. that feels that wrong, does, right. doesn't yeah, it? It does feel it's wrong. Most of the West, it's most of the Western okay. U.S., okay. right? And, and Idaho falls into that category. Um, and then there's the Texas cowpuncher tradition, which is very, very different. So the Vaquero style came from Spain originally. Okay. Cowpunchers came from, like, Ireland, England originally. So you've got these very different styles of cowboying, and there's a big debate over which is more important or which is better. Than okay, the other. which one is that? Oh, to you, on. there's no debate. No, no debate. It's not yeah. the Idaho Falls cowboy. No. <laughs> it's it's, it's cowpunching, right? It's okay. Texas cowpunchers, mm-hmm. right? Okay. I mean, Texas is in the top 50 of all the states, right? It's a good place. It right? is Goodness. easily sure. in my top 50. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank goodness it's not like 53. Right. That's, that's, that would be embarrassing. Yeah, but it's not. Luckily. Yeah. Um, okay, what was your impression? What did you What did you come up with? Or a failism? I don't think I have an impression. Okay. I have just some really good accents, you know? <laughs> Another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> what was it? Was that yeah. British? Was I don't know. That... I think they're all mixed it's, together. It's an, uh, what we call an amalgamation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She yeah. did exactly. not want to leave anybody out. Fair exactly. enough. Yep. I like that. Very inclusive. Yeah. Very talented. I was actually talking about this with my husband yesterday. We're like, if we start talking in accents... Will Harper, our daughter, who's only one, just mm. like naturally? She might. An yeah. I kind of wanted to do it. Right? Do it. Right? Do it. Maybe. Social engineering. Maybe. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. So I'm going to start talking like this. Oh, <laughs> that's a bloody good idea. <laughs> so rank one is a bull. Okay. Okay. It's a bull riding right, reference. Yeah. Right? I was I was getting there. And you twist it because that bull. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Does this whole thing? Okay. Yeah. So anyway. So why you. were you telling Andrea to? I don't remember. Why was I explaining <laughs> that to you the other day? We were just talking about cowboy sayings <laughs> oh. and and that you were just trying to learn me something good. <laughs> Learn her, something, learn, learn her something good. Dang, that was the most Texas thing you ever <laughs> oh, said. Oh my goodness. <laughs> she slipped that in on purpose. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> okay, okay. So back to the, the topic yes, at hand. This, this needs to be about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Very sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, what other bits of advice would you give? You had two really, really good ones there. Oh, and you wanted three. You I don't know. Three. <laughs> the Yoda one did not count. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> When you and we've covered this a little okay. bit. Okay. Look, if if someone sends me an email and and ends it with regards, <laughs> that's not my client. Um, huh. If they have emojis, uh, smiley face emojis, things like that. But I'm mm. leading to the point um, when your selling philosophy aligns with their buying philosophy. That is, that their needs align with your capabilities, personalities. Once those fit, you have no competition. Mm. And I truly subscribe to that. Um, so, so it behooves you as a business owner to take a look at, at what your superpower is. I'm writing a book. Um, I'm not going to tell you the full name, it's, but it has spandex in the name. <laughs> um, it's a really good name. Um, can already put you heard it you here on the first. Cover. Yeah, you know, and it, we'll I think see. we saw we'll that see. picture during the break. Yeah, yeah, I know, but we'll get professional photos for that. What, what, <laughs> whatever the case may be, when you determine what that superpower is, mm -hmm. and you figure out how best to implement that in your business, and then you market that in such a way that those people who are readily receptive, who are hungering for your needs, you, you, again, you don't have competition, so you're not reacting on price. You're not reacting on so many things. You're proactively saying. That's a client, and you're going and getting them. Yeah. And, and, and it's not as easy as that, but, but, but my it goodness, is that, that epiphany, once I recognize, yeah. I want to love my clients. And make no mistake, again, you, you made sure everyone knows I don't have any friends outside of uh, the, <laughs> I love my clients. Mm -hmm. I really do. If I don't love them, I honestly don't want them. And that's nothing against them. I want to be able to enjoy it. It's stressful enough. Mm doing things during these tumultuous times when you're helping someone that you really like. Right. Um, when it's somebody that you just don't care for that much. And I like most people, so it's, it's maybe, <laughs> maybe not that big a deal, but um, that alignment has yielded incredible results for us. I think that's awesome. Yeah, really, really good. Bailey, did you want to ask anything else? What do you call a rabbit with fleas? I am so terrible with jokes. I never get them. You know it? You really do? What is it? Go for it. Bugs Bunny. You oh. saw it on 17th Street. He saw the sign. There's on 17th Street. Yeah. That's where I would go for a good joke is 17th yep. Street. Okay. Yep. Read all the billboards, all the signs. Okay. That's yeah. good to know. Whose billboard is that? I think it was a veterinary... Yeah. Oh, that well, you know what? I passed by that and yeah. I, I didn't take the time to read it. I just <laughs> remember seeing Bugs Bunny on it. Suddenly their <laughs> traffic increases like 700% <laughs> as people are driving by based on Bailey's word. My, yeah. my favorite yeah. one in town is the air conditioning um, 
your wife's hot. You need to buy her air conditioner. <laughs> that one. Have you seen that one? No. Yeah. Oh. Your wife's hot. Pause. <laughs> and then you, and then you Fire go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's that's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Good appreciate one. that. Um, Travis, thank you so much for joining us. I had a blast. This was so fun. And I knew it because I, I really, I, I love you guys. Um, and you and I could probably blab for twenty. I mean, we probably we'll hours, probably so. turn off the microphones and talk for another like Pro- half. Hour. I mean, I got swag to sell, but uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we appreciated it and had a blast and great wisdom, great experiences, plenty of laughs. It was a good time for everybody and great swag too. By uh, the way, yeah, Dragon, actually, that's Dragon right. Slayer tumblers. This, this is all Travis right what? here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> awesome, awesome. Inspiring people to wear spandex. Yeah. Uh, yes. If we see a bunch of people wearing spandex around town, is I that apologize. is that the name is that the name oh. of the book? Uh, no. <laughs> oh. No. I get, okay. So, spandex around town. So I put this out. I, I I put this out about three years ago. I was like, here's kind of what I want to do for a book, but I'm I'm stuck because I I need a title that will help move me. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of people threw some ideas out, and as soon as I saw the perfect one, I deleted. Because I I, yeah. I loved it that well, I didn't want anyone. So, to what were some it. of the uh, failed titles, the working titles? I I God, I don't know because they sucked so bad. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> a single one. No, I'm actually because there was one that just shined as soon yeah. as I saw it. I deleted it. Didn't want anyone to take it. And a little a little bit of retooling based on uh, some current events. Because look, we all we all have some superhero qualities. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I've come to learn that it's a huge burden to think yourself a superhero and mm. find out that to some degree you're impotent in that regard. Mm. Um, and so I, I was thinking about this. I read an article yesterday. We've all seen the Toy Story saga. Mm. Buzz Lightyear thought he was a hero mm-hmm. that could save the cosmos and how deflating it was when he found out that he was just a toy, mm. but how much happier he was when he found that he was a superhero. Mm. Just on that smaller scale. He was also and a toy. He, he, was, he recognized both. Once, once he recognized that he was a hero to Andy, that he, it, that he could help Andy. It's Andy, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think that's powerful for us as, as we, you know, there's the great power comes great responsibility. Sometimes that presses too much. Mm. And we need to figure out where we are strong. How do you, just what that is. How do you figure out, because I totally agree with this statement. How do you figure out what you're a superhero with while still maintaining a humility of recognizing that you have deficiencies mm-hmm. as well? How, yeah. do you, how do you be both superhero and toy? I'm working on that. Uh, you know, so over the last few months, you know, I've, I've seen people who, who I've, I've tried to help, you know, just by maybe just building them up. I think that's mm-hmm. something I'm really good at is mm-hmm. building people up, regressing into some of the things that, that I'm like, oh, that's, that's the same old thing that... I thought I was helping you see you were so much better than that. And that started to beat up on me. And, and you know, so I, I do. I've had a superhero complex for some time. Mm. My brother was killed in a car accident two weeks ago. And, you know, heartbreaking to know that I can't affect things the way that I thought I could affect things. And so there's a recalibration, as I understand that there is still value in whatever I bring to the table while unburdening myself with, with the idea that I can save everything. And it's, I, as I'm slowly peeling myself away from that thought and finding where I really can be a superhero 
and you can, and you can, whether it's in business, whether it's in our personal life, and sometimes that's just going to the gym and, and that's smiling at somebody. Mm-hmm. That's how we can be. But, but once we get to that point where we understand where we can truly make that difference. So that's the recalibration of the book because mm-hmm. it's irresponsible of me to put that too far when in truth there's so many things that are beyond our control and people make their choices and we, we live with those consequences by trying to, to help where we can. And so I don't know. I'm working mm-hmm. on that during this, <laughs> this challenging time. And, you know, I laugh through pain. Mm-hmm. So be, I, I'm sorry, baby. You're making me cry. I know. I, uh, <laughs> no, it's good. It, it's, it's been good. the hardest thing I've ever been through. And you know what? I delivered caps to you like a day after. I know. Because I, I, I deal with those things. But in those quiet moments of introspection um, where you find out who you are. Mm-hmm. And it, so I don't know if that's a good answer, except that we all have this special superpower mm-hmm. within us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we just have to understand where we can best uh, uh, wield that sword, so to speak, yeah. to slay our dragons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I knew obviously knew about that experience. Yeah. I wasn't going to bring it up, but, um, I, you know, I think, you know, that's your experience and this is a thing that you're having to go with and deal with right now. We all have our thing. We do. Right. And as I've thought through, like, how do you have the humility of a servant and be a superhero at the same time? Um, and I don't know that there's a perfect answer to that question, right? There probably is, and I think it's just something that we discover along the way. But one of the things that I think I always come back to is empathy for the experiences of others. Yep. It's really, really easy for me to be caught up in my own thing, whatever my own mm-hmm. thing is. And one of the things I've watched you do that I've been really impressed with, and Bailey, I've watched you do that I've been impressed with, and and a lot of the people that are in this room is to take their thing and recognize that they can heal that thing by helping others around them. It's beautiful, right? There's a lot of ugliness to humanity, but there are things that are incredible, Mm -hmm. absolutely incredible. And that's one of the beautiful things I get to see that I've watched you do and I've watched a lot of you guys do. It's been really incredible. Thank you for sharing that. No, thank you. it's part of the story. It's an unfortunate part of the story, but those those help refine us. Yeah, they and do. Stuff. And I, I truly appreciate you're You're 100% right. I think people are good. There's so many people who look at the world right now and it's doom and gloom, and it's the worst ever. I think if we look through a historical lens, it sucks right now. Mm. There have been far worse times. Mm. Mm. There's mm. never been a better time for so many people to be alive with yeah. the medical advances, yeah. mm. e- economy-wise. And we have to look at that and then understand that we're, we're just there. We're, we're all part of one team and, yeah. and we've got each other's backs. And I have seen that the last two weeks as the families come together, as friends have come together in ways that I didn't even know. And it will bring my family closer together. And there's a, a silver lining in the midst of something absolutely tragic. That's one of the many. Yeah. Yeah. Um, amen, brother. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Okay, last thing I want to do here yep. is um, t- 
titles to Travis's book. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I want to do. Let's go. Let's go around the room. I'll start. It has to have the word Spanish. It does. It yes. does have. Yes. Wait, Kyla, have I told you? If, no, if you I, actually oh, haven't. Oh, I have played this. You don't know it yet. I, I didn't know Hispanics was even going to be in the title. It's going to be in the title. <laughs> it's that good. Oh. Okay, I'll start. I'm going to go uh, Spandex Daddy. How about that? Spandex Daddy. <laughs> I mean, it, it, no. But I mean, there's a chance that I just say, oh my gosh, that's even better. That might be a different book. And then I'll have to give you royalties. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll of course need a sequel. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, who else has got one? Spandex leads to success. Oh, it certainly has here. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's in spite of. Or you but. could, you could, it could be like uh, slimming your failures. The spandex yeah. story. Ooh, yeah. I like that. How about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got some good ones here. <laughs> yeah. Fun. My goodness. If it's like a biography, a, a peek inside my spandex. <laughs> <laughs> Again, spandex is so revealing. You don't really need a peek inside. Thank goodness it was cold that day. So. That's hilarious. So that's the that's the expo later. That's the uh, that's the foreword to the book. will be titled. If that. this whole swag gig uh, does not pan out, then we can look at. Yeah. Okay. I'm crying. <laughs> Oh my that was pretty goodness. good. That's solid. Anybody else? else is Nobody can top that now. I know. Gotta, like, okay, we keep going. <laughs> Drop the going. mic. Anybody? <laughs> Nothing. I don't think so. What color spandex is your favorite? Yeah. Well, so I am. I am blue phoenix branding. Yeah. So um, I love blue. Mm -hmm. I, it's it's rare. I've started to branch out and wear black stuff. So I did a podcast a year ago, and it was this light blue shirt. And what I found is mm. that. When you sweat in mm. July, because this was in July, mm. it, it has this mm. big wet stain. And so I spent the entire podcast like this because I did not want to show it. So um, I'm going to say black. Black, mm. that black spandex. Yep, absolutely. Smart. It, that's it, really it smart. Hides things. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that maybe that's your title. Black spandex hides things. Black spandex <laughs> hides things. We've got, I mean, you guys have set me on this path to success with sequel after sequel. I don't know if you call books sequels. Yeah, black spandex hides things. That right. writes itself. Yes. I okay. mean, mm -hmm. yeah. Hides things. Easy. Yep. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right, that's for real one. this time. Travis, thank you. Yeah. Right. This is not uncommon. <laughs> So <laughs> uh, this has been great. Um, thank you for joining us on the Dragon Slayer podcast by East Idaho Credit Union. We had a great time with our favorite guest, Travis. We hope to see you next time. I wonder. I wonder. How long am I going to have to flex this arm to look good and suck it in? Probably like a really long time. You might actually do this move here, Travis, where you put right. your hand. Oh, yeah. There you go. Is, yeah. is there an organic way to do that from the side? <laughs> Elvis, that's it right there. That's yeah. great. Hey, we need to yeah. zoom out. Hey, we need to zoom out. This <laughs> mug for the camera there. Well, <laughs> my arm will be shaking by the end. Now it's I just feel, quivering with testosterone. And now I feel that I'm not showing you. You should. Skin. You should. I know. I know. Goodness, I'm sorry. Tear, tear the sleeves off. That's the thing. danger when you invite someone like me on. You know what? <laughs> I, I will piece. admit, I do have a shirt just like this. Yeah. Sleeves tore off. Of course. B for beach day. Why? Well, you know, <laughs> for beach day. That's what it's for. <laughs> yeah. No. No. That, or, or Friday night at Maverick. Friday parking night at Maverick lot. parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys call it a mullet. I call it the Lord's work. I you know. I, so, yeah. that's, I would. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Works. Are we not wearing headphones? 
Oh, we can. Do we want are, to? Are we not? I would not I have trimmed my ear hair if I knew we were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I, it's all there. <laughs> it's all there. We know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know, Travis. Yeah, we see nope. it. Yeah. Nope. Dang, I was fully prepared. <sighs> what a wore earrings. Hey, okay. so what happened to the raisins? Um, I was told to yeah, get, get rid of Get them. those raisins Thank over you. here. Because I feel like, should we just try some? Should we just experience a couple raisins? You experience it for me. I'll watch and enjoy. You're, you're off the raisins? I'm, it's a very strict meal plan right now. You okay? Oh. I'm 12 weeks out. You can't have a raisin. No, especially when there's a cameras right there. Just, if that okay. got back to my trainer. <laughs> okay. Someone filmed me the other night. Oh, okay. Look at this. The calorie of a single stuff. raisin. Okay, yeah. look at this. You got... You would see it. Just go... Vanilla. You got chocolate. Plus... Ed works out at Gold's. I don't know if I trust him not to spill the beans. He definitely. He's uh, yeah. He's a tattletale. They're like, sure. yep. Yeah. Travis ate raisins. There's just one. You won't even try yeah, one. I'll try. Okay, just one. There's not even nutritional facts on here, so I don't think there's calories. I'm probably right. I feel really good about that. That's true. That. On my yeah. meal prep, it's like if there's yeah. no nutritional facts on the box, you can eat as yeah. much. Okay, okay, you want. okay. So which I do, one do you I want? would like the strawberry. Strawberry. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna indulge in a strawberry with I you. Think I think that'll be good. Okay. Why do we have these? Uh, because there are snacks. But why are there are snacks? Who, like, I don't think there's any, like, seven-year-olds here that need... You're seven. Okay. I think he's saying Mike and Ike's Skittles and Starburst <laughs> probably would. I'm just curious how appropriate. this decision was made. Yogurt-covered raisins. It seems like did a this? good snack Who bought deal? these? Andrew and I. We bought them just for you. Why? Just to make Have it Have I ever actually. made a statement of, like, I love yeah. <laughs> yogurt-covered raisins? I don't, think, I don't think I've ever said that before. It's a small one, so this Here we is go. concerning. May contain an occasional grape stem or would be. Oh, I just ate it. I don't care who you are. Okay, That's good. You know That's what? Really good. That's really good, actually. Boom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Validation. I'd say you should feel bad for your previous comments. I don't think you do. I apologize Take to everybody. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have been, you know, so skeptical mm. of these. But they're. Why are they so good? I don't know, but I, I just about, for some reason, you're, mm. if I, <laughs> I almost projected uh, laugh water. At you. If I ever make it to be an influencer in my life, I hope I can be sponsored by Raisins. Do you know hey, the California you heard it Raisins? First. Or you, dum, bum, 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 you know bum, what? Bum, After the second bum, Raisin, bum. though. Oh, I heard it through the grapevine. I remember those. Those yeah. were so good. Little claymate or like clay Yeah, they were like raisins. claymation. Bum. You remember those? You remember those? The California raisins? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. They, it was quite 90s. The, it was really yep. a 90s kind of thing. And it put me in a spot where I didn't want to eat raisins because I felt well, bad. Well, because you liked them. Exactly. Yeah. They I'm like, I can't do that. They, they have like family. Pretty, pretty cool cats. Yep. yep. Yeah, they didn't did. want to do anything. Yeah. Is yeah. Um, okay. The second raisin, not as good. First one, you're like, that's delightful. The Z second well, one. And that's where I stopped. You hit just the perfect spot. There was prescience. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to get those out of here. Okay, this so product placement <laughs> sponsored by. We're not getting sponsored for nearly enough to oh, do that. Okay. Yeah. 